0: Well, J.B., you know, after all the USA South stuff that's been going on, I I feel like I need to go into hiding a little bit. Do you think this is going to work?
1: Maybe in certain places. I mean, I think it might look better if you kind of change the colors a little bit. No, no.
0: No, no. In fact, I got one of these for you, too, uh, from President David Harris at Union College. He wanted you to have one of these, too. He wants you to blend in just as well. Because, you know, there's a lot of very popular, successful union college alums across this country. And so by wearing this, you'll blend in and be just as popular and successful. Don't you get it?
1: I appreciate uh, President Harris's um, thinking of me and put it that
0: way. <laughs> well, I've got a donut to eat here, and I I don't think it's going to work too well with this. So why don't we run the open here on this live show and figure out how I'm going to eat, drink, and talk at the same time. Folks, week 10, it's coming up on In the Huddle. Oh, technology! Oh. Well, no, Frank, we can hear pieces already in hopes that this is going to work for fifteen minutes or so.
1: <laughs> well, I thought the show was already off to a great start, Frank, as you got muzzled, and that's pretty much what people have been asking for all spring season, especially <laughs> especially <laughs> down in maybe North Carolina or you know Alabama or some of those places. So, but yeah, but don't worry, folks. Uh, our, our fun ride here is starting to wrap up. There's only a couple more weeks left of spring football, but as I was telling Frank before he we went live, 21 of the 27 D3 football conferences are either have played spring games or plan to play either this or next weekend. So I think that's really great because there was a time last summer where we were thinking something like this would never happen. So credit to all these uh, schools and administrations and coaching staff to pull this, pull this together and have a pretty successful spring campaign. And we'll talk about some of the, you know, I guess 26 games that are gonna be happening this weekend once Frank finishes his
0: donut. <clears throat> I was hoping you'd just keep going. <laughs> it's actually a really good donut today.
1: Yeah, good the best good blueberry to me, yeah. cake donut
0: I've had in a while there. Anyway. All right. Okay, so uh, first you wanted a soapbox moment. SUNY Athletics uh, Conference which is State University of New York Sorry, folks. Um, their, their spring attendance policy came out. You were not a big fan. Go ahead, tell people.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of stuff this week on, on social media that just, it's still, you know, here we are a year plus into this thing and we, we still can't seem to get it right. I mean, on one hand, you know, we've seen for six or seven months now that having spectators at outdoor live events is possible in a COVID time it's not unsafe there are protocols that you can put in place to make it very safe especially for families not allowing parents to see their kids especially seniors who might be playing in their last collegiate games is really it's a travesty and um you know fortunately there are things out there like vaccines i got mine yesterday although i was called a sheep by one of our our fans apparently they've never watched our show frank because We've been pretty vocal and definitely leaning a little more than right of center on the things when it comes to covid but you know i've got kids i want them to have a you know especially the two boys that are going to college in the fall they deserve to have a, a true experience we need to get this covid thing over with and move on let you know football season start in august like it like it should we've seen it be successful for 10 weeks here in the spring sure there's been some cancellations here and there but come on i mean Hopefully, hopefully, common sense and just smarter heads will prevail. I mean, there's ways to do things safely, and you know, it's. I don't think there's anything wrong about uh, you know getting a vaccine if that's what you want to do. I'm not going to judge somebody who doesn't want to get one, and I would expect that they would offer me the same level of respect. I mean, they don't know me, they don't know what my you know family situation is, they don't know you know what's going on. So hey. Do what you got to do for you know to protect yourself and, and the people you care about, and if somebody wants to call you a sheep, I guess
0: hey, you know that says more about them than than it does about us. Got my second uh, shot last Friday. Uh, Saturday was a little down and out, uh, and uh, we sort of predicted that fact, and uh, still watched as much action as we could, uh, or I could, and uh, you were carrying uh, the. Uh, proverbial bucket uh, all day long uh, on my behalf, uh, so appreciated that. <laughs> but we are now vaccinated. You look uh, no worse for the wear today, so that's good. When done, man. I saw you wearing Loved your Peloton it. shorts, uh, which usually means you we were working out earlier and everything, getting it together today. So good for you. Yeah. Um, Wesley, still looking for a team, still looking for a game. I guess they've been uh, getting a little interest for the weekend following the 17th, but because of their academic schedule, uh, that's not going to work too well. They need a team for next next Friday, next Saturday, or next Sunday, basically. They need a team to step forward. Folks, come on, do it. Let us know what you need to make it happen, ultimately. We want to get down to Wesley and see a final game. That their final game should be a final home game as well under these circumstances. I wish the NJAC had flipped that schedule with the knowledge of what we were facing here before they released it. They could have just as easily flipped that Salisbury game to the end of the schedule instead of the beginning of the schedule. But, nonetheless, Wesley needs a game. Let's get on this, folks. One week away from kind of that deadline. And Chip Knapp was uh, telling me last night, still looking indeed. So please help them out. No USA South news to report. We did appreciate our uh, interview uh, with Coach Kyatt on uh, what became a Wednesday release ultimately. We spoke with him on, believe it was, uh, what was it, Tuesday in the end or Monday? The days are blending uh, at this point, but uh, Tuesday it was. And uh, good uh, positive feedback and no feedback at all from Huntington. Uh, We never did get any kind of response from Coach Turk. Or uh, their SID further than the initial acknowledgement that they had received the request. So uh, I I guess that's that. If if you read between the lines, I guess they aren't going to try to schedule a third game with Brevard on the 17th. You make of that what you'd like, folks. We just report the news and give you a little bit of soapbox derby every so often here. Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Take a look at the Week Ten schedule, and we've packed it into one look page because we can. It's twenty six games, and uh, you know some standouts here. The pack is coming to an end, I believe. Uh, what is it? Next weekend weeks. is it? In two weeks?
1: I think okay. the 23rd, 24th yeah. is, I think, when their crossovers happen. But there's some big games this weekend, especially tonight, that Westminster at Grove City. Um, that matchup has been a great one the past several years, close games between the, the Titans and Wolverines. So got that one circled. It's interesting, though, we got this single you know Saturday game with Washington and Jefferson at St. Vincent, which should be pretty good, too. And, um, you know, full slate. But, yeah, PAC is starting to wrap it up
0: go down the OAC is uh, basically what I call semifinal weekend, at least in the case yeah. of uh, Ohio Northern at Heidelberg. The Mount Union game uh, tonight was canceled, and they will basically be the representative from their division, we know at this point. So now we got to figure out, is it ONU or Heidelberg that will be facing off against them uh, in that game? Uh, UMAC, uh, we've had some interesting games from the UMAC over the last couple weeks, so we'll see where this goes uh, with those three games. Northwest Conference with a game tonight um, in George Fox at Pacific, all the way in Oregon. So, 10 o'clock there. For all you night owls. (laughs) It should be interesting to see how that one plays out again. Um, North Park at Illinois Wesleyan is the only CCIW game, and uh, Adrian at Albion is the only MIAA game, as uh, it's the only one left standing, basically, in their schedule. Uh, That's a Sunday game. And uh, also, let's see, the ARC has a couple games scheduled. Hartley, uh, which has pretty much been the high activity conference over the last few weeks, has that Hanover Franklin game. Defiance at Bluffton. I'm curious to see if Bluffton can bounce back here. Defiance has struggled. Bluffton can win this game. It's at home for Bluffton. We'll see where it goes ultimately. Uh, Mount St. Joseph and Anderson uh, as well on that schedule. The NACC. Uh, we'll see if Aurora kicks some more uh, quasi onside kicks or uh, kickoffs where nobody is yeah, again right. uh, this week. Uh, this is two straight weeks they've done it, and Wisconsin Lutheran should be interesting to see what happens there. Alvernia at Stevenson uh, is our first MAC game, and if you look behind me, JB, uh, you'll see a, a MAC shirt. In fact, uh, that I, I was always doing COVID oh, yeah. spring cleaning uh, located Coach uh, in so. Uh, we've got the uh, FDU uh, Florum uh, shirt there. Thanks to Jimmy yeah. Robinson for that. And uh, I've got some ideas on how we'll get some more shirts up there, actually. I was thinking about this earlier uh, for Season 14, ultimately, because it's a little late this year to be doing all this. But uh, Mac has Alvernia at Stevenson, although that should have been Stevenson at Wesley, unfortunately. And yeah. uh, then we have uh, the four crossover games that you see there. So should be an interesting set of games. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to pick one that I'm gonna absolutely watch each night. I, I, I Ohio Northern no. uh, Heidelberg would be the Friday. I mean, the nice
1: thing is that they're they're a little spread out. So I mean, like this North Carolina Wesleyan at, at Southern Virginia is today at three o'clock. So you can if you want to watch football, there's a game on in less than five hours. Um, and then, you know, Greenville at Lake Forest, I know Coach Cat has been tweeting all over the place um, on social media, you know, talking about how, um, you know, how m- much their program, the Foresters, are excited about you know, getting this game in. So, you know, I think that should be a good one, too. And, and Rippon, Concordia, Wisconsin, we, you know, we saw Concordia, Wisconsin have a pretty exciting finish a couple weeks ago. And then, of course, you know our friends at Brevard are going to the University of the South in Sewanee in Tennessee, uh, another crossover game. I think we actually might even have to talk about that one in our picks, Frank, because, uh, you know, it's the least we can do to provide a little bulletin board material for Coach Kayad as he takes his, his guys to probably what will be their last game of the season. But, you know, we, we were mapping some stuff out. It's kind of a long drive to Delaware from, from North Carolina, but
0: you never know never do know um so yep the airpiece uh that di- uh, died so uh, we 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 plan on uh, this happening folks we we have a backup plan that jb and i can hear each other right now despite i am sans airpiece there's no now. there's so, no plan Come on. <laughs> <laughs> So just hang in there with us here. Uh, it, this is going to make uh, Lightning Picks interesting when we get to it in a moment here. For support. reason, how are we going to hear each other in seven minutes? Uh, because we have seven games to pick. I think we need to roll right over to that right now. Because I, I don't see any uh, reason to belabor uh, this point any further. Uh, just getting uh, that yeah, yeah. set up on our screen here. But remember, folks, that uh, we will probably try for a single show at the worst next week. Uh, dual show uh, at the best, uh, unless there's uh, real breaking news uh, to report, but uh, you got a three-show week out of us this week, so we almost need a break. This has been more than we thought we'd be bringing you. I'm not going to lie to you, folks. This has been a lot, but uh, we will be uh, giving you as much of a taste of the 26 games you see to our uh, well, the right of the screen, basically, uh, coming up this uh, weekend, on probably Tuesday, with our Crunch Time episode. Okay. I think the clock is ready. I think William Tell is ready. I'll just assume, since I can't hear it, that it's playing and we'll start the clock. And JB, hit it.
1: All right. Initially, I was thinking this game might go to the Titans because they've looked really dominant, especially in the running game, but. You look back and sort of past seasons, Grove City has eked out some close wins. And so I'm going to take the Wolverines in this one. It's going to be, they're going to test the the lights on the scoreboard, as they say. I think this is going to be a Wolverine home victory that will propel them, you know, kind of into that, uh, you know, conference championship conversation. But it's going to be a, a high scoring, like, say, 45 to 35 type of fare.
0: And you're picking which team to win? Grove City. Uh, Both have had some good history of ECAC experience uh, in uh, the late part of the teens decade, uh, I guess we call it at this point. And uh, I agree with you that this is going to be an interesting game to try to predict it. Good luck, I guess. Um, I'm going to say Grove City. I'm not going to pick as high a score as you are, though. I I think... uh, 27-21, 27-21, it I will be close, but I just don't see that kind of uh, score in that game. Ohio Northern at Heidelberg, I'll start this one. Uh, this is the semifinal game of their uh, conference, or their final of their division essentially, both coming undefeated. Heidelberg at home, the emotions is going to come back. We had missed the part of the uh, game last week where they had brought out uh, Curtis Hellman's jersey at the kickoff, he was on the kickoff team uh, quite often and uh, laid it on the uh, turf with uh, them kicking off that uh, game and it was very touching uh, great job by Heidelberg in that respect obviously they're gonna do some things tonight to uh, you know, give a tribute to him and at the same time Ohio Northern no pushover team here I'm gonna give the emotional edge here to Heidelberg but this is gonna be a good close game 21-20 this could be one of those last play type games
1: Yeah, I think Heidelberg, you know, being the home team and with all the emotion and momentum that they have, I've kind of looked in the past couple seasons. They've won some games against the Polar Bears, so I think they'll they'll start off slow like they did last week, but eventually will pull away in the second half, which has kind of been their M.O. I'll take the Student Princes to win this one 35-28. North Park at Illinois Wesleyan, your turn. Uh, I think the Illinois Wesleyan are also known as the Titans, and I think, you know, just based on their previous track record, um, they'll, they'll find a way to win this game. You know, North Park hasn't had much experience this spring season and didn't score any points last time they played, so I'll take the Titans to win it 21-10. Uh,
0: to 10. This isn't very exciting for the folks at home when we pick all the same teams, but I have to agree with you that the uh, cream of the uh, crop here out of two of them is Illinois Wesleyan. I'm going to give them the edge as well from uh, past performance and just uh, being the home team on this one as well by a score of uh, 31-17. This is an interesting game on paper here. Uh, Benedictine at Lakeland. Um, Lakeland is 3-0. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is that correct? That's
1: right. That's right. So that's correct. And Benedictine is 2 and one They barely lost to Aurora last week, as we saw.
0: So I'm going to give an interesting nod here to Benedictine. I think that they actually have the uh, horses to do this. They need this game. They need a bounce back after the Aurora game. Benedictine, don't let me down. Come on, guys. We gave you a lot of press last week on Crunch Time. So come on, give it back here now. Uh, high score, 37-30, Benedictine.
1: Yeah, I mean, traditionally, this is a game that Benedictine has, has won against Lakeland, who's had a great you know, spring season. But I just think that there's a, there's a gap between Aurora and, and, um, and Benedictine and the rest of the NACC. So once again, we agree uh, Benedictine will win, uh, say, 34 to 31. It's going to be a close one.
0: We have a crossover, UMAC and uh, Midwest Conference, Greenville at Lake Forest.
1: You now, this is one of those games where, you know, there's one team that's had some experience in the spring, and then there's one that's kind of coming in. Uh, so either the preparation will help the Foresters or maybe you know, the Panthers who've had a few games to get, get ready. But I feel like, you know, this has been a long time coming. Coach Cat and company are going to uh, maybe start off a little slow and struggle with a turnover here and there, but I think they'll pull it together in the second half to win it um, 28 to 21.
0: This game is the cat's meow all the way, Lake Forest, 30-20. Uh, the only MIA game is Adrian Albion. I'm going to give the nod to Adrian in this one. It's just This is going a gut instinct at this point. I'm going to uh, give Adrian uh, the slight nod, 24-21 in this game.
1: Yeah, it sounds like we're going to pick all the same teams <laughs> because – Adrian uh, you know who I saw play a couple weeks ago against Trine, just they have a complete you know very complementary offense can run and pass the ball so yeah I'll take the uh, I'll take the Bulldogs as well it's a 27 to 17
0: We have one last one you're going first on it Revard Sewanee, the crossover
1: yeah, I mean, this is going to be, I think, a statement game by, by the Tornadoes. They want to you know, prove to everybody that they really you know, should have had that chance at the USA South Championship. Uh, and even though there could be a little bit of a letdown in the first half, I feel like the Tornadoes are going to pull it together and win big, um, kind of like last week, let's say you know, 44 to 14.
0: I'll tell you, this is a classic trap. This game right here because emotionally, okay, they could get themselves up for the North Carolina Wesleyan game last week, but it's tough to get up for this game when you're Brevard in the circumstances you've been in and all the controversy you've been around and all the lack of responsiveness from Huntington under the circumstances. This Suwanee game is one of those games that I, I think that when they look back at scheduling it, they kind of didn't see what was coming at them coming at them. And as such, They've got to be careful here. I Stephen Hogan has been tremendous as quarterback. All the, all things considered, getting thrown into that. Eli Carr's injury and all that. And, you know, look, Brevard wins the game, but I think this is going to be one of those Suwannee moments where they have a chance for a little while. And then, finally, Brevard, you know, the cream right, rises to the top type moment uh, toward the end of the game. Uh, 27... 17 Brevard, as the clock expires. So, there we go, buddy. Um, all right. So, listen, we got a couple minutes here uh, before I thought we'd be uh, ending things. Uh, we have picked all the same teams here. I think I have a one-game lead. Let's look down the rest of the schedule briefly here. Let, let's yeah. pick a game that we do not agree on and see if we can come up with one and uh, pick it. I. Uh, what do you think in Hanover, Franklin wise?
1: Uh, I mean, I think uh, Franklin's been too hot and cold this season to go again. And Hanover still seems to be the class of the Heartland. So I think we'll probably agree that that the, uh, the Panthers will take that one. Maybe although you know Grizz at home could be could be interesting. The one game I thought that we might let's see here yeah a lot of these some of these teams and maybe we have to pick something interesting so here's one frank that um i've seen a lot of uh, uh, uh social media on otterbein at capital they call this one of like the like the oldest rivalry in ohio or like the best game in ohio you know obviously ohio football is a big deal i don't know enough about otterbein or capital to really you know, my initial lean is maybe, maybe Otterbein because I've seen Capital struggle a little bit. But this, I know this game is an old rivalry game between these two, um, these two private schools. So that's a possibility. Or maybe uh, we could say, you know, Geneva at Carnegie Mellon. Those are pretty evenly matched teams. Um, you know, the Tornadoes gave uh, gave the Presidents a pretty good run for their money when they played last weekend. And so, and Carnegie's. You know, they look good, but they're they're not super dominant. That game could probably go either way, also.
0: Okay, well, who would you pick, an Otterbine Capital? I'm curious. Probably Otterbine, I think. Yeah, I, I think Capital could actually do it. To be honest with you, so uh, there's going to be there's going to be our uh, diversion game, a rubber match. Okay, okay so right. I'm going to give you a chance to come back in this thing at this point. Capital, I think, wins the game. I think we're going to see some scoring in that thing. Um, 35-30 uh, in that game is what I'm going to give it. So uh, what do you think? Otterbein buy?
1: I'd say four, I'll say 31-17. I think they
0: pull away late. Okay, so there we go. That uh, Tonight we're going to get a good feeling, and it, maybe tomorrow we do a bonus pick if we figure out a Saturday game we disagree on. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a chance possibly to come ahead in this whole thing maybe yeah right
1: now our records are uh you're 15 and two and i'm 14 and three so pretty accurate for the most part but it's just going to be decided
0: by one or twosies here or there as we go down this home stretch and sorry folks we got any echo from that again we're uh we're doing sans Airpiece right now so uh i've got to learn to mute uh my microphone in those moments but nonetheless jb um good action coming up a little bit less as we always say each week coming up uh, or coming forward here but we do have a conference like the Midwest Conference coming online uh, with some games not just the crossovers but their own games coming up soon so we do have uh, and also some one-offs the Western New England uh, game for instance uh, coming up soon Yep. and uh, we may see a couple others just pop up but we are getting close to the end of what we uh, would be allowed to schedule inside spring-wise so Folks, enjoy it while it lasts, then we're going to have a little break, and then we'll have fall football, and hopefully we can go out, watch, no masks, I mean, aside from, you know, this one that I'll wear gratuitously, got got yours anywhere? <laughs> yep, I know you did, and, uh, you know, we'll wear these uh, to show our pride, but nonetheless, we hope we don't have to wear them during games in this next season coming up. Let's finish spring strong, everyone. We'll see you next week, perhaps on Twitter, in between.